This is the Wanderlust and Wellness Podcast, and you're listening to episode number 11. Welcome to the Wanderlust and Wellness Podcast. I'm Jennifer Schreckengost. I consider myself a healthy-ish foodie, a wanderlust junkie, a coffee connoisseur, and an e-learning expert, and your host for the next hour or so. So pull up a seat, grab a cup of coffee, and come listen to conversations with real people who are all learning how to eat well, live well, and travel often. Hi. In this episode, episode number 11, we are talking with Mia Shetler from The Wealth. It's kind of a pun on words, and The Wealth is W-E-L-L-T-H. But Mia is a holistic nutrition student, and we talked about, in this episode, we talked about how to stay healthy while traveling, um, because traveling is near and dear to both of our hearts, um, and Mia travels uh, frequently and travels abroad, and so she shared some tips with me, and we talked about the topic of how to uh, stay balanced while traveling, how to travel healthy, and how to enjoy your travel and indulge when you want to indulge uh, without the guilt. And so with that being said, let's jump right into the episode. Hey, Mia, welcome to the podcast. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be part of it. Awesome, awesome. We're glad to have you. Thank well, today you. we're going to be focusing on the wanderlust aspect of you know wanderlust and wellness, um, and and we're going to be talking about healthy travel, but we're going to specifically be talking about how to scout out your destination ahead of time in order yeah. to help you uh, stay within your goals. But before we get started and dive into the topic, why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself and your business? Sure. So I am currently a student of the Canadian School of Natural Nutrition. So I'm just wrapping up my certification in that. Um, I'm also trained in mindful eating. So I had the pleasure of going and doing that training just last year, which is fantastic. Um, And then I just recently launched my blog, The Wealth, um, which I'm really excited about. Um, Awesome. It's, it's a resource to help people bring focus and attention um, back to their individual holistic needs and not get caught up by, you know, what everybody else is putting out mm-hmm. there, but really reflecting inwards and, and focusing on your individual nutritional needs, your physical movement, meditation, and, and mindfulness as well. Um, and so it's kind of like a trifecta of the physical, mental, and spiritual elements I love it. I love it. Yeah. Which, which in my, you know, like I talked about um, way back in episode one, like I, 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 I truly believe that that health and wellness is kind of like a puzzle and you kind of have, you know, all of those, those pieces of the puzzle, um, the nutrition, the, the exercise, the movement, the spiritual yes. um, side of it all kind of in sync in order to yeah. experience true uh, wellness. So I definitely, definitely like your philosophy. Absolutely. And I think that it really has to be authentic to the person. So yes, yes. Individuality. Absolutely. There you go. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I did, um, I was just checking out your site last week. It looks fantastic. Oh, thank you so much. It's definitely challenging. I mean, I've never put one together before, so it can be finicky at times, but it's Mm -hmm. a learning process that I'm embracing. (laughs) Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. So no, it's been good. Thank you so much though. Awesome. Okay. Well, today we're going to talk about staying healthy while traveling um, Mm -hmm. because traveling is near and dear to my heart. And I know you like to travel a lot. Um, Yes. 
And some people view travel as an excuse to kind of throw nutrition and wellness to the wind. Um, but I would like to offer some strategies for how we can still enjoy travel and enjoy the food and the culture of an area and still be kind of mindful of our, you know, nutrition and our wellness. Mm-hmm. Um, so what is, just, just tell me, like, what is your experience with this? Like, do you choose to stay mindful, um, when traveling or do you just throw caution to the wind and just kind of immerse yourself in all the food, good or bad? So I am a creature of habit. I love my routine. Um, every day my food will vary a little bit, but my day-to-day routine is, is the same. And so when I travel, I, I get a little bit anxious. I love uh-huh. to travel, but I definitely get anxious. And it's not necessarily a bad anxiety, but it, it can be also like an excitable. I become excitable and maybe a little bit overwhelmed because uh-huh. there's just so many amazing options and foods and things that I feel like I need to experience when I travel. Um, and I'm a foodie. I mean, part of my website and the wealth is food. So, yes. so eating is is like a pastime <laughs> for me. So, so when I'm unfamiliar with the city or the area, I, I can't get nervous. I do try to stick to my routine or not my routine, but I am mindful, I guess, uh-huh. of the decisions that I make. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. But I still enjoy it. Like I, it's that fine line, maintaining that balance of enjoying it and, and still feeling good while you're traveling. Exactly. Exactly. So, cause, cause for me, I choose um, to, you know, I choose to be mindful, not because, you know, I'm living this regimented life and like there's, you know, like I'm like, oh, my gosh, there's nothing there's, you know, I can't eat outside of these. But yeah, um, I choose to be mindful just simply because I know that specific foods are going to cause issues. So it's a really easy decision for me. Um, But I think asking yourself like, you know. I think it's more than just, you know, wanting to just kind of throw caution to the wind and eating, but do you want to feel good and enjoy your trip or do you want to feel tired or lethargic or, you know, yeah. kind of, you know, if, if you have foods that, you know, make you, you know, feel bad. And, and for those that, you know, even don't have food sensitivities, I still think it's, it's a good idea to, to stay on track, um, you know, just so that, like you said, like if, if you're working on like moving towards that lifestyle, then that is part of like having that lifestyle is, 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 is mm-hmm. keeping with your routine. But, um, like you said, like, I still want to dive in and, you know, like experience the culture and the food of the area. Cause I'm a yeah. foodie too. Um, yeah. but I think one way that we can do that is by, you know, researching the area ahead of time for so sure. that you can look for foods that, you know, that give you that foodie, you know, fix, but also like are, you know, in align with, you know, what you, like your goals and and being mindful of what you're eating. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. And I mean, for people who don't have food sensitivities, obviously if you, if you have a food sensitivity, you want to be aware of that because you don't want to be feeling horrible and stuff. And I mean, I have sensitivities to certain foods, but sometimes if there's something that I really want and it's amazing and I'll only get it at that certain place, I'll go for it. I just know (laughs) the repercussions that are going to come along with it. Yes. But for me, um, I don't have a lot of food sensitivities. So staying on track is important also because when my husband and I travel, for example, we like to engage in a lot of physical activity. So we'll go to fitness classes um, because so many places have really cool boutique studios. And so it's just important to have, be able to provide your body with that nourishment so that you can have sustained energy for that trip. So Mm -hmm. you can 
do everything that you want and not suffer from those lulls and energy, those ebbs and flows. Mm-hmm. And I refuse to like drive anywhere when vacationing. So I am a walker. <laughs> so like there, there's always snacks on hand, which is also a tip that I'm sure we'll get to. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and I, and I agree, like, you know, for me, there's like fine balance between like, okay, so I have like a severe nut allergy. So that's a, that's a definite yeah. like out, but then yes. I have foods that <laughs> I know that, um, in certain quantities will probably eventually lead to some other issues. But like you said, like, you know, if I want to enjoy that giant bowl of ice cream in this, you know, you know, beachside little ice cream shop, even though I know yes. the dairy's probably going to maybe, you know what I mean? Like, but it's vacation, so I'll jump for it. And, and, and I do think that's important. Um, I'm, I'm an advocate for balance. So to me, yes. like enjoying indulgent foods, you know, maybe outside of your, you know, like severe food intolerances in a balanced manner is okay. Um, yeah. I, I mean, you don't want to just like resent yourself and not enjoy your vacation and be like, oh my gosh, like I'm on vacation. No. I can't, you know, eat anything and I can't enjoy this meal with my family, but it's all about being mindful. Like you talk about, um, and just knowing like, okay, well, if you're, you know, like if you're feeling completely stuffed, then, you know, don't maybe have that, that bonus like dessert, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> just really and kind of being mindful of what your body's wanting. Totally. And, and for me, I'll use this as an example, cause we, I was, in New York with my husband last summer and we walked past like there's so many food places to go to that it's extremely overwhelming for me because I every time we go I have like this long list of items where I'm like okay we have to go here for breakfast here for lunch uh-huh. here for snacks I'm the same and way. so part of the trip is like trying to find all these little spots that we must go to uh-huh. but when I'm traveling it's important for me to try and get like a protein a carb and a fat like try to maintain those balanced meals but also if I do decide to indulge not having that resentment and not feeling like this is, this is going to ruin my day now kind of Uh thing, but shifting away from that, that attitude and knowing that you don't have to eat everything. Like we were walking through New York and we passed this place. I don't know if you've heard of it, but it's called dough. And so donuts are absolutely (laughs) amazing. And they're from Brooklyn and I wanted to go there, but we didn't have a chance. Anyways, we walked past it. They were featured at this festival and we got one and I had a couple of bites and that was enough. So also knowing that you can indulge and you don't have to be forced or feel obligated to eat everything, uh-huh. right? Like enjoying yeah. little bits or sharing something or saving some for later or whatever that is for you. But that's another way to to not feel like you're so limited and you can't enjoy anything. Yes, yes. I can say um, last fall when my husband and I, um, we traveled to Portland, um, in the Portland area, like I did a mix, like I scouted out every coffee shop I wanted to go to. Um, yeah. and then also like, I found a lot of like farm to table organic recipe or recipes, organic restaurants to try. Yeah. Um, yeah. but you better bet that I hit up voodoo donuts and had a voodoo donut because oh I God, know, I like, yeah, Portland. In the summer, that's where I did the mindful eating train, and we didn't go to Voodoo Donuts, oh, but I walked no. past it. It looked so good. It looked yeah. so We went really but, early in the morning, and so there wasn't the, the crazy line that you always see. Yeah. It was starting then, to back up, but. Also in Portland, that was another place where I was overwhelmed by the options, and, mm-hmm. you know, obviously Instagram's a tool that <laughs> guided my yes. eating choices, but going places and knowing that you can have bites at every little spot. So you can hit mm-hmm. those places you want to go to. You don't have to have an entire meal, but you can have an appetizer here or a small plate here. Mm-hmm. And 
and then still be able to experience everything that you want. Yep. 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 Okay. Yeah. Well, let's talk about, um, let's talk about some strategies. So we've kind of talked about, you know, the, like the reasons why or why not to kind of be mindful of, of health, yeah. you know, staying on track while you're traveling, but let's talk about some specific, um, strategies that people can use so that when they're traveling, um, how can they scout out their destination ahead of time so that they kind of have a plan in place so they don't get so overwhelmed when they get there or overwhelmed while they're traveling or flying um, because they don't have any options and then they, you know, like just resort to, you know, like the, the closest option. So um, let's talk about that. The first one is obviously researching locations of ed- ahead of time. But when you do that, what specifically do you look for? Okay. Well, you may laugh. You may find this funny, but I am in Canada. Like that's where I live. So (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I don't get exposed to a lot of the exciting things that all the people that I follow on Instagram get to experience. So for me, I whole foods is the first thing that I look for (laughs) in a location. Um, always. It was funny. We just had our honeymoon in the summer and we were in London. There was a whole foods around the corner from us too. And it's, I'll go in there and I can spend hours, but Mm -hmm. finding a grocery store is definitely something that I, I always look for um, when seeking a location. Um, And some places it doesn't even need to be a full grocery store, but it can be like a very, like a great um, convenience store, lots Mm -hmm. of convenient type stores um, or grab and go places have whole food options that you can eat like chia pudding is so popular now, um, overnight oats, those sorts of things, they're really accessible. So, mm-hmm. so knowing that, like, um, and honestly, Google's your best friend. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So yes. Google is the tool that I use always. Um, but also I guess I'll expand on that. So if I know that there's a grocery store, um, nearby, I always make sure that when I'm traveling, I will, contact the hotel and sometimes I'll do it for free. Sometimes there's a small fee, but putting a mini fridge in your room mm-hmm. um, so that you can go to, for instance, Whole Foods and stock up on some of those basics mm-hmm. that will help carry you through the day. So for me, I typically travel with some protein bars just because they're easy to transport. There's mm-hmm. generally no restrictions. Like it's pretty, it's a pretty safe food. Um, sometimes I'll even bring oatmeal. It just, it limits or not limits, sorry, but it helps you not spend more money when you're in the destination, mm-hmm. when you're at the destination. Yeah, yeah. Um, so even like chia seeds and that sort of thing. And then when I'm there, if I have the luxury of having a mini fridge, then um, stocking up on other items like almond milk, nuts, seeds, um, bananas, apples, those sorts of things that can just stay out. Mm-hmm. Um, nut butters, rice cakes, a Greek yogurt, if you have the fridge space. And then you always have little meals that you can have in the morning um, before you get your day started or when you come back to the hotel room or that you can just stick in your bag. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's, and, and those are all things that I do. Um, we try most of the time when we travel um, and maybe it's just because the locations that we go to kind of lend themselves easily, but we like to try to stay in VRBOs or Airbnbs, like houses yeah. that you can rent because it yeah. makes it so much easier to have a fridge and a stove and, you know, like cook if you want to cook. Um, mm-hmm. And some people are, don't want to cook on vacation and that's fine. Um, but we choose um, 
to kind of plan out our trip, like, like and that's another strategy is to have a plan, like know, like what meals do you want to eat out? What meals do you want to eat in and kind of yes. have a plan so you yep. can then, then oh. Google. Um, so, and then, but, but, but you mentioned a good point that if you don't have a house or you have a, um, a hotel, uh, calling ahead to see if there is an in-room refrigerator or if they'll put one in there for an additional charge. Um, mm-hmm. Then, yeah, so then you can keep, you know, some perishables, you know, on hand in there. Um, I always, when I research locations ahead of time, like you, the first thing I look for is like where we're staying and where's the nearest grocery store. And as you mentioned, I mean, it doesn't have to be a Whole Foods, um, although, although no, that's like the course. Mecca. Um, yeah. Because there are so many other, you know, kind of organic grocery stores that are popping up, at least down here oh, in the States. Yeah. Um, and then a lot of even your regular chain grocery stores are really getting on the trend and have like a health food section or like, you know, like a healthier options. And then you always can stick to the basics of, of like you said, a protein, a carb, a fat, a healthy fat, you know, some veggies. Like you don't have to have a fancy dancy, you know, grocery store to be able to have access to those. Um, no. So, and when I'm researching, when we're doing our itinerary and I'm planning my meals, like obviously, like you said, like. Um, through travel sites that I'm following on, on Instagram, you know, I might have a like a whole list of restaurants I want to try. But it, sometimes I'm going into locations blind and I don't have, you know, a list. So I will research um, for me, like I'll research like farm to table res- uh, restaurants or Definitely. I'll research like organic, um, gluten free bakeries, like those t- types of things, because I typically yes. tend to avoid gluten. So if you do that, then that kind of get and then you can look at the ratings and you can see the reviews and and that can kind of give you like an idea. And then I, we also plan like for us, we don't eat out like for every meal. We like to, you know, like I might maybe fix, you know, we might eat a, like a quick breakfast, you know, before we head out. Or I might, you know, cook yeah. dinner that night because I don't mind cooking my own meals at times when traveling. Um, but definitely researching locations ahead of time, scouting out where your grocery stores are, having a plan in place. Um, and then looking like for those restaurants that are going to, you know, that are going to offer the foods that you're looking for. And following bloggers too is something because like there's, there's those resources like Yelp and stuff, which give pretty uh-huh. accurate reviews, but I have found that it can be kind of limiting. I mean, typically it's just those like fast food conveniency or not fast food, but very generic, not uh-huh excitable locations that you really want to go to like those organic bakeries and that sort of Uh thing. So, so following bloggers. So if you're going to New York searching, um, New York food bloggers, Mm -hmm. um, or healthy New York food bloggers and all these people will pop up and there will be lists and lists and lists of all the spots to hit. So that's another one of my favorite things to do. And I like to anymore search Pinterest because people put so many of these lists like on Pinterest, like a a blog post. So, you know, I'll go to Pinterest and be like, you know, top, you know, organic restaurants in Portland and you wouldn't believe the, you know, there are a lot of blog posts that bloggers, people have actually gone out and, you know, eaten at all these different restaurants and rated them and talked about their personal experience and what they offer. Um, Mm -hmm. And those are very helpful. So that's another place that you can search if you're just going in blind and not sure, you know, and look for photos, food options. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Like look at the photos because something can sound fantastic and you see a photo and you're like, I don't know if this is for me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So look for photos. <laughs> this is true. I've been disappointed a couple times where yeah. it sounded fantastic on Yelp, but then we got there and I'm like, ah, oh, this is not what I intended. And but. isn't that the worst?
worst when you're traveling and you just want to have, I mean, for me, I just want to have great food experiences all the time. So <laughs> when I'm let down, it it's sad. <laughs> well, and you but, make a good point. Like, um, like we're kind of the same and, and my family is the same. Like, we're foodies when we travel. Like, sometimes I feel like we kind of like schedule our entire itinerary around like the meals that we're going to eat. But yeah. but this is why it's also for me important to do this, this, this planning ahead of time and scouting out these locations so that, you know, like I do feel like I'm not just, you know, going in and just going to feel absolutely terrible at the end of the, you know, the five or seven days that we're gone. So. Yeah. And, and knowing Costco is one of my best friends. I'm we're traveling to Hawaii in the next couple of weeks and there's a Costco. So we're going to hit up Costco. Cause like you said, we're doing the, um, kind of like VRBO uh-huh. condo thing. And just knowing that you'll always have food and you can go in and make it exactly how you want. I mean, when you have those options, those are, that's great. I was just going to, when you said Costco, I was just going to say, um, when we went to Maui, like Costco was like the place because it's the first stop. It, yeah, it's right, right by the airport and you know, you're, yeah. you have all those options because otherwise, um, it gets a little pricey at the local, the local Absolutely. grocery stores. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a great way to like stay kind of within a budget. Uh-huh. Yeah. And they have great healthy food at Costco. I mean, I think that people sometimes think of like, these big box stores as not having those trendy healthy foods but Mm -hmm. so they have to they have to keep up with everybody else doing all these things so they're bringing in a lot of these really cool exciting yep yep they are they're 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 kind of people are kind of realizing that you know the 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 mindset of people are shifting to wanting to eat a healthier lifestyle so if they want to continue on selling products to customers they have to you know go with what what the trend is Um, another strategy is how to navigate a menu or maybe like some simple like ingredient or um, meal swaps that you, that can enhance the nutrient value of a meal. So uh, why don't you talk about that a little bit? Yeah. So I, I love going out to eat definitely, but I am picky and I want to know when I'm going out that I am going to not feel heavy and gross and Mm -hmm. bogged down after I eat. So I'm the person who um, will look at a menu ahead of time. So Mm -hmm. I will always Google the place, um, look at their menu, kind of scope out what things are that I think I would like, what I'm definitely not eating, um, just so that I'm familiar. But so when I get there, I don't feel uncomfortable or pressured to make a decision, but Uh I'm kind of going in knowing what's to be expected when I get there. Mm -hmm. Um, Because you don't want to leave and say, I could have made better food choices. Uh Right? Like that's, that's that resentment attitude again. And it's just not healthy. So, Uh so really doing your education kind of thing. Um, Be the person who asks the questions and don't have any shame in it. So, (laughs) Yeah, sometimes the server finds it annoying. I was a waitress for a long time and <laughs> kind of just roll your eyes like, oh, this is the table. But ask for the questions or ask the questions, um, how is this cooked? Um, what kind of oil do you use? What are the substitutions? Are there any options um, for how I can have this cooked or baked or, or whatever? Or I have food allergies, so do you have a gluten-free menu? Mm-hmm. That sort of thing. Or even if you don't have food allergies and you just prefer to be gluten-free, ask for it because Mm -hmm. so many, I mean, these places have to be accommodating. So they definitely have something for everybody. Um, Sometimes I'll even call ahead to ask and 
that's another option. So if you're uncomfortable asking the questions face to face, calling ahead, they don't know who <laughs> you are. So you can ask anything that you want and they'll give you an answer. Uh-huh. So so call ahead, ask what whatever you want. Um, one thing that I, I suggest asking, I guess, would be how do you prepare your meats? Uh-huh. Um, a lot of places, which is crazy, but will fry their steaks or their chicken first. And then what they'll do is they'll put it on the grill to get the marks that they want so that people think that you're having a grilled chicken breast or uh-huh. a piece of steak. So asking how that's prepared and if that's how it's prepared, saying, well, would you be open to grilling it, steaming it, sauteing it? What kind mm-hmm. of oils do you use? Um, and knowing what proteins are great. So going in um, and trying to be selective as to um, fish, seafoods, lean cuts of meat, and staying away from fried bacon, yeah. sage, skin yeah. on the chicken, that sort of thing. Uh-huh. I think swimming in a mystery sauce. <laughs> um, and then a couple other things that I specifically look out for when I'm reading a menu is sugar. So uh-huh. sugar is a hidden ingredient and it's just so horrible for you in so many different levels. So um, words that I that I look for specifically are glaze mm-hmm. or even some menus will put sticky and that's a sign that there's an extra sweetener mm-hmm. um, and it's not an unrefined sugar but a refined sugar. Um, also words like crispy or crusted um, or batter. So that means that they've likely been coated in a wheat or a corn, some sort of starch that's refined and then soaked in oil and cooked in a high temperature and likely fried. Mm-hmm. So those are words. Um, and then the words that I like to see um, are roasted, or grilled, spiced, or herbs. So adding flavor without the additional calories, but not just the calories, but all of the negative like groggy feelings that you'll get from having those horrible foods that Mm -hmm. are just saturated and unhealthy fats. And then also opting for um, salads with the dressings on the side or an unrefined grain um, without butter or oil. And then if you want to choose to add that, have them bring it on the side so that you can control Mm -hmm. what you're putting on your food. Yep. Yep. I would agree. And, and definitely, uh, like I also um, look online at the menus. Uh, funny you mentioned that because recently I went to a restaurant and then looking ahead of time, they had like an entire gluten-free menu. So I was like, score. Yeah. But when you got there, they didn't, it wasn't on the main menu and it like, and they didn't just, you know, easily yeah. like readily pass it out. So like you had to physically ask them to bring you the gluten-free menu. And had I not looked ahead of time, I would have had no idea that they had this whole entire gluten-free option. Yeah. Um, so definitely do your research ahead of time. Uh, funny you mentioned sugar because um, I have an entire podcast episode coming up on sugar uh-huh. uh, in next m- in yeah. March. Yeah. So um, because it is like that is like like you said, it's so bad and so on so many levels. But mm-hmm. um, and and that is one like you said, it's sugar. It's not going to come out as just straight. You know, okay, this 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 
you know, glaze has sugar in it. Like it, it's hidden words that they exactly. that they use on the menu and even on labels of foods that you don't realize that you know you're you're taking in that sugar or even asking for nutritional like the nutritional um, label for their a lot of rest, restaurants have to provide the nutritional content information so you can see the sugar content. Yes. Um, uh, I of, love it. Of, yeah, yeah, and so. And like you said, in terms of like the quality of the, the, the protein and stuff, that's why I really, really love to uh, Google farm to table because it's you're yes. you're more likely to get a good, you know, local grass fed beef or maybe like some wild caught fish. Um, I mean, they're not always available, but they're they're becoming more and more popular, at least in like big cities. Um, yes. So that's why that's always my starting point when I start doing my research. Um, but definite. And, and like you said, and I used to be that person that was so scared to ask the, wait, the waiter or the waitress mm-hmm. um, to swap things out or cook things differently. But now, yeah. you know, like I just kind of got over that because, um, like you said, like there's no reason for me to, you know, walk out feeling cruddy because I was too afraid to ask them to, you know, yeah. to cook it differently. So, and I yeah. like the idea of calling ahead of time. So you're not like in that, you know, pressure face-to-face situation. That's a good idea. Yes, exactly. exactly. <laughs> and then, yeah, people at your table aren't like looking at you like, is this really happening right now? <laughs> and okay. usually be I, that person. <laughs> yeah. Usually I'm quite hungry by the time we get there and the food comes. So if I have to prolong like the time from when I get my meal to when I arrive, it's just generally not a great idea. <laughs> so, yeah. um, well, let's talk about keeping hydrated uh, while you're traveling and why that's important. Well, for me, keeping hydrated is, I mean, a coffee is not a method of hydration, but I definitely enjoy coffee while traveling. Um, but I always pack a water bottle with me. It's also really important to do that on the plane. You'll likely not be able to, I mean, it depends where you're flying, but have it full. But once you're on the plane, uh, they can fill it up for you and all that stuff. Um, but when you're walking around traveling, sightseeing, it, not only is it cost effective to have your own water bottle Absolutely. with you. Right, because yeah. per water bottle is like so expensive, yes. like <laughs> crazy. It's crazy. So yeah, packing it. Um, and I suggest investing in one of those hot to cold um, water bottles. Uh-huh. So I don't know if Swell is popular. Yeah, that's state. what I have. I was Swell. Bottle. Okay, so there's Swell. There's also Healthy Human, which uh-huh. I haven't had myself, but seems pretty popular. Um, so the reason why I like those is because it will keep your water cool. Mm-hmm. It so does. you're not going to be walking around with lukewarm water if you're really thirsty. Um, and also, if you're unsure what the weather's going to be like, it ends up being cooler. You can always have warm water with in your healthy human or whatever it is, and uh, it will warm you up while uh-huh. walking. But staying hydrated is just important in general. So uh-huh. keeping, keeping some sort of water on you. Yeah, I'm actually doing a whole entire episode on, you know, staying healthy while flying. But um, you mentioned like, I use my swell bottle when I do fly. And what I do is I will just go through security with it empty. And then once I get through security, I will either fill it up at a water fountain, or I will actually buy um, kind of maybe not cost saving, but at least for the initial round, um, I'll buy a bottle of water and put it in my swell bottle because it does stay much colder, much longer than it does, you know, if I'm yeah. just drinking out of that plastic bottle. Yeah. Um, it's also more environmentally friendly if that's yeah, something yeah, important yeah. to you. So it just kind of depends. Yep. Yep. 
Um, and let's see, let's let's see what else do we do. Are there any other strategies we've talked about? We've talked about researching your location ahead of time, looking at restaurants, looking at their menus, um, doing uh, checking out your amenities in your hotel room, like refrigerators. We mm-hmm. talked about finding grocery stores and having like a plan in place for which meals are going to eat out, which meals are you going to eat in. Are there any other strategies that you would recommend or you would suggest to the listeners um, for how to scout out your location ahead of time so that you can stay on track, like a healthy track? Um. Well, just another tip, I guess, that I just want to say is always have a snack on you because uh-huh. no matter how perfectly you plan your day or you have your itinerary laid out, um, things don't always go according to plan. So always have something on you. That's a whole food. Um, because if you wait too long to eat, um, maybe you can't find that farm to table restaurant yeah. that you've been itching to get to. Um, and you've done your research and you thought you had it down pat, but you just, something came up, you didn't get there know that you have something that you can rely on so that when you find something eventually you're not so hungry that you eat out of desperation Uh and you don't make a nourishing food choice um and overeat because you're just starving so always have a snack on you um don't be too hard on yourself also you're traveling and you're experiencing this amazing place so if you want to have a bite of a donut, have a bite of a donut. Absolutely. Know that you don't have to eat the entire donut or cookie or whatever it is, but enjoy it in the moment. Savor that first mindful bite and take in all of the flavors, the texture, the atmosphere, the person you're with. Enjoy it. And then know that if that was enough, you're good. Mm-hmm. Um, but don't restrict yourself so much that you take the fun out of it, I guess. Exactly. And, you know, I think that's like, that's such a great point because honestly, when I was, you know, putting, you know, I had this idea for this episode and like, I also did an episode on like how to stay healthy during road trips. And, and I was really kind of scared because I'm like, I don't want to give the message of like, I don't want my, I don't want the listeners to walk away thinking, oh my gosh, in every situation I have to be in this regimented, like, got to stay on my nutrition. And if I don't, then I've just blown it all. But what I, what my goal is, like you said, is, is be mindful and give yourself grace and allow yourself, you know, indulgence when it happens. But if you do want to stay on track so that you do feel good and you can enjoy it, you know, I wanted to provide some strategies and tips for how they could do that. So I think you like hit the nail on the head is like, you like, here are tips that you can follow to, mm-hmm. you know, kind of stay on track so that you do feel good. Um, but it's okay that, like you said, if I want to, you know, my favorite des- my favorite dessert is a good creme brulee. And if a restaurant has <laughs> a creme brulee, I'm going to eat it. It's going to be on your table for exactly. sure. Yeah. So... So yeah, I think that's very, um, it's all about balance. It's all about, you know, just, you know, like making sure that you're not like, I don't want nutrition and food choices to become so overbearing that you're stretching yourself out over it because then that's like, well, what, that takes the fun out of it. Yeah. And it's all about, I think it comes back to something that I focus on in my own, um, business is, is creating a healthy relationship with yep. food and, not letting food control or dictate the decisions that you make, 
but making those decisions because they're ones that are going to be best for you at the mm-hmm. time that you're in. I mean, a decision that I make today food-wise may not be the decision that I make tomorrow. It's a different day. It's a new day. I'm always going to be fluctuating, changing my eating routine, my style, whatever it is, given the situation. And so maintaining a flexible eating habits is is really key, I think. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, um, what is your, before we, before we wrap up here, what is your biggest piece of advice? And maybe we've already hit on it, but what's your biggest piece of advice to someone who, you know, might be getting ready to travel to fly, um, but is just kind of maybe overwhelmed and not sure, like they want to stay on track, but they're not sure. But what's your biggest piece of advice to someone that's, you know, traveling and also trying to be mindful of their nutrition or their health? Oh my goodness. I feel like I might've said it already. (laughs) My biggest piece of advice, um, if you're overwhelmed and, and traveling and trying to make good choices, uh, the internet is your friend. I think don't get too wrapped up in your head, but look at how other people are doing search out blogs for, um, what they've brought while they're traveling. If you need Mm -hmm. a little bit of inspiration. So, um, lots of people will post on Instagram, like this is what's in my, my carry on bag or whatever. Uh Um, and that might just kickstart you to think, okay, yeah, I need to have my water bottle if you don't remember, or I should have this book just to calm me. Cause it's not just about the food, but it's also about like maintaining just calmness. It can be Uh stressful and anxiety ridden. So look at different, yeah. Instagrams, blogs, Google, get inspiration. Um, be flexible. I think that's the biggest thing. Be flexible. Awesome. Yeah, Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. So before we wrap up here, um, why don't you tell the listeners where they can find you out there on the web? And we'll also Mm -hmm. include links um, to all of your sites um, in the show notes, but where can they find you um, and your, your, your entire wealth project? And when, when we say wealth, we're talking W E L L. (laughs) <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, exactly. That's a good, a good thing to let people know. Well, W E L L. Yeah. Um, so you can find me at www.thewealth, the W E L L T H.com. Um, my Instagram is also the underscore wealth. Uh-huh. Um, and those are my two platforms. That and I'm what are some of the programs that you are offering? Don't you offer some, some programs already? So right now what I'm doing is because I'm not specifically certified. I am working mm-hmm. with some clients, um, more on a t- testimonial type level, uh-huh. um, to help them, um, create more holistic eating habits. Um, also though, there's different workshops that I'm engaging in. I don't know if there's any Calgary followers or listeners, but, um, <laughs> there's some mindful eating workshops that I'm participating in, in the city, which is exciting. Um, and, so that right now is kind of what I'm dabbling in. But uh-huh. also for the month of February, I'm doing a um, a grocery shopping guide for everybody. So that's a fun little project that awesome. I'm doing on the side because I find that like traveling, grocery shopping can be overwhelming and it should be a mindful experience. Uh-huh. Awesome. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Awesome. Well, it was so great to talk to you today about traveling because you you like to travel, you know, as much as I do. And you you even go like, you know, you know, world international. So, um, well, when I'm lucky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was so nice to have you. Um, and we'll we'll put links to all of your sites um, and your information in the show notes. But thank you so much for joining me today to talk about how to scout out locations before you travel to stay on track. 
Of course. Thank you so much for having me. And I hope that the listeners have some great takeaways from today. Awesome. All right. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. You've been listening to the Waterless and Wellness Podcast. If you like this episode, please head on over to iTunes and subscribe to the podcast to enjoy all of our upcoming episodes. And while you're there, go ahead and drop us a review. And always, as always, be sure to follow Wanderlust and Wellness at www.wanderlustandwellness.org or join our mailing list to get instant access to all of our recipes, Wanderlust tips, and resources for that laptop lifestyle at www.wanderlustandwellness.org forward slash email. And as always, you can always find us on social media. If you're ready to live that laptop lifestyle and learn how to turn your passion into a profit through online courses, join our My eLearning Academy at www.myelearningacademy.com. Please note that I am not a registered dietitian or a medical professional. The views I express are mine alone based on my own experiences and should not be taken as medical advice. Please speak with a medical professional before making any changes to your current routine.